Can tribulation, can pestilence, can anything separate us from the love of God? Paul says, no, so do I. Nothing, no thing can separate us from this wonderful love that God has shed abroad in this world and in our hearts. Marvellous, isn't it? You know, if we can grasp this, if we can grasp this, what God has done for us, that will change us. That will change us. That will set us free. You know, we've been talking about being set free. Set free from what? Set free from what? Set free from ourselves. Set free from that nature that would bind us, that nature that would hinder us, that nature that would set us against God. You know, Jesus set us free from that. He sets us free from that. You know, it's only by the Holy Spirit coming into us and only by the Holy Spirit working on us that we can remain free, that we can stand fast in that liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Not only has He set us free, He's made us free by the precious blood of Jesus that was shed on that cross that day. He has made one sacrifice for all men. No man's left out. No one man is left out of this. No one woman, no one boy, no one girl is left out of what God wrought for us on that cross that day. Amen. You know, it was done for eternity. Both forward and backward. He went down into the very depths of hell to preach the gospel to those who wouldn't accept it. But you know, I thank God today that He is moving by His Spirit in this meeting. He is moving by His Spirit in this town and in this country and in this world and in this universe to set the whole of creation free Amen. that the sons of God might be manifest in this generation. Amen. That the sons of God might be manifest in this generation. That the Spirit of God may freely flow through each one of us. You know, we haven't come here tonight to try and put something over to you that is a special doctrine or a special something or other. It's God. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. You know, when Jesus came onto the earth, the scribes and the Pharisees spent long hours, didn't they, trying to build up a case against this Jesus, this man who dares to call himself a son of God. But you know, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Jesus came because he was sent by the Father. Jesus came for the express purpose because people had said that God was a God of vengeance, that he was a God of the sword, that he was a God that was uh, a violent and, um, uh, how can I put it, uh, uh, an uproarious God who was going to cast people down. He was going to, he was going to vindicate himself by squashing people. And you know, this is what some of the churches say today that God is a far off, that God is a, a God who is going to have people whether they like it or not. But you know, Jesus came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. He didn't come to condemn them. What did he say to that woman who the scribes and Pharisees brought before him that they might stone her? He says to them, the first one among you who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. You know, and then in, a, in another place, he says to them, um, it's gone. Never mind. Praise the Lord. You know, Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, did he? 
He came to set it free. He's come to set us free tonight. You know, there's nothing to be frightened of. God, Spirit, is like a dove. You know, and even though you may see people dashing about and getting excited, you know, I felt this evening like as though I've got a coil spring sprung up in me, you know, and it, it's just waiting to let fly. But, you know, I thank God that by his wonderful Holy Spirit, you know, we can let fly. We can demonstrate to God. We can demonstrate to other people, if you like, how much God excites us, how interesting God is, how gripping God is. You know, God is not a God of death. He is not a God of religion. He is not a God of ingrained ruts where we go to church every Sunday, we get up at 6 o'clock and we go to whatever we go to, we get up at lunch, we go out at 11 o'clock, we go out at 3 o'clock, we go out again at 6 o'clock, and that's it for the rest of the week. You know, this is a way of life. This is a way of life. Seven days a week. You know, up until quite recently, up until probably, what, seven months ago, I put one thing before God. In fact, one thing before everything, and that was my job. I was a very ambitious chap. I wanted to get to the top, and I wanted to get there quick. And whatever got in my way, I just went over, and that was it. And you know, even though I was following what I felt to be the will of God in my life, although I knew that it was nothing like what God really wanted from me, but you know, God set me free from that. Bless his wonderful name. Jesus really set me free. You know, I came to a place, God put me in a circumstance where I had to give my job up and go into something else, go into a business of my own. And you know, we've been proving God these past seven months because, you know, when God is in the business, he supports you. I'm not saying that, you know, I don't mean that particularly financially. I mean in every way, God supports you. God is there. God is behind you. As I say, he's on top of us and he's underneath us. He's all around us and inside us. You know, we can't get away from God. You know, he helps us. In these past six months, we've proved God in a more precious way than we ever have done before. You know, we've been without money and we've been with, we, don't know, we didn't know where we were going sometimes. But, you know, God provided. God provided by his wonderful grace. He provided. You know, every time we would feel down, God would send some, somebody to say something to us or something would happen. And, you know, we knew that God was guiding us the way that we were going. And, you know, and this is what God wants. He wants wholly dedicated lives. And I'm not saying that by that that I have found a, a euphoria or something or tried to make myself better than anybody else. It's not like that at all. We have to do what we feel the Spirit of God leading us to do. We have to act out those circumstances that we find ourselves in. You know, and tonight we find ourselves in this place. We find us in a place where we can freely praise God without any inhibitions, without anybody seeing us and pointing a finger and saying, look at that fool, look what he's doing. But you know, it's good that we be fools for Christ. It's good that we lose our pride, because that's what it is. We lose our pride. We put our self-esteem to one side and we get lost in God. Because God is the answer to our every need. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
And something's happened to many more in this meeting. And I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, you'll be glad you ever came to this meeting. We give God all the praise and all the glory. This is a meeting where opportunity knocks. You can receive deliverance. You can receive power, just like Jesus spoke about with the disciples. And you can set the captives free. This is a gospel with signs following. If your gospel's not working, there's something wrong. And it's serious. Well, the devil's possessing all the dancehalls and all these places. Why can't God's children there and take over the dancehalls and praise magnify the Lord? It's right, brothers and sisters. If you don't enjoy God, you will enjoy something else. And this suits the old. It suits the young. It says the young and older dance together. All what I say is according to the word. All oh, mighty people would rejoice. Oh, that they would rejoice and magnify me. Amen. Come on, brother, let's do it. Amen. Now, I want it from Praise your heart, lads. How are you feeling? Very good, very good. Oh, very good. Go on, you tell Yeah, I praise God for this you do? meeting. Yes, I you, do. You, go on, you're feeling yeah. better for it? Yeah, I feel a lot better. You know, more jollier. That's right, you get it. I praise God that yes. you give us the strength. That's it, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I'll tell you where it hits, people. I'll tell the you where it hits some. In the faith. Yes, it don't hit it, it some straight here. Can't move you out yeah. here. It's some straight there. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you get it? You get a you get a belly pull. Yeah. Out of it. But it must be you get a belly pull, it comes out and it does not hit the water. It's true. It's true. If a woman or anybody does a lot of singing, my wife, when she done a lot of singing, she's not bothered here, she's out of her stomach. From here, this one gets it sore. Here, so when she's been singing and singing, it comes from here. Ah. Well, go on, what else have you got to say? I can thank God that through this meeting that uh, my family have been blessed and been uplifted a lot well, through this, this day. Is that your family? Yes, right Those now. two? 
And, and you. Come up here, don't come on. Come and on. I can thank God. Yes, go on, go here, come on. Yes, go on. I can thank God through this last uh, five to six weeks, we've had a lot of trouble with the car, and he's been in and out of garage all the time. And I can pray God and thank God that you've sorted that all out, and now we've got a reliable car that we can get the church and back, and I praise God for that all the way. And that's from my heart, and uh, that's give us a relief um, a sound mind and a peace of mind with God yes. through this crisis. Thanks a lot. And it's wonderful. God bless Thank you. Thank God. Ah. And uh, I'd like to pray God that um, for Jonathan at uh, Northampton, that he is um, a blessing at Northampton, that he's up there on a holiday. Yeah. And yes. thank God for Jonathan's sight will be healed Praise through God's um, healing. Praise Amen. God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for that testimony. Now we pray in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, that you will, Lord Jesus, from this day on, Lord, take my brother and use him for thy glory. Even now, Lord, we thank you for what you've already done, but we pray for a mighty double portion, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus, give him a mighty anointed now. Use him, Lord, and bless him, and make him a blessing to those he comes into contact with. Use him to blaze forth his gospel of love and joy and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Bless you, Lord. Give God. me a kiss, you kiss. Ah, oh, praise Give him a jolly good clap. the Lord. You know, folks, I've lived in this area for 32 years, and for 32 years I've been an atheist until the 20th of September, 1977, when the Lord laid his hand heavily upon me. Praise his name. Oh, I do love him. Oh, I bless the day he found me again. And oh, please pray for my family. I know the Lord will put his hand upon them as well. His will be done in his time. Do you know, folks, I didn't know a thing about this meeting tonight until my dear friends there in Christ from Beminster told me. They said, you going win? And I said, oh, yes, because we get so little of these meetings here. Really do. They're dead. Spirit-wise here, they're dead. Dreadful, really, but never mind. We'll wake him up now. We'll start we'll do dancing it. in you, the street, know. down in the square there. That's right, Next that's time, right. I, my husband does a shopping bus round here from all the villages around. And pray, I'm going to put praise the Lord all over the bus now. Praise yeah, the Lord. I am. Amen. Yeah, I am. I mean that. Remind me, will you? I've got a terrible memory. The Lord hasn't improved that yet, but for a reason of his own, he hasn't, you know. Anyway, my mother passed away. I know she's with the Lord because she brought us up as children, you know, in the Lord. But I lost the Lord the day she died on the 21st of December, 1947. She was only ill for six weeks. I was expecting my first baby, and she told me he would be her first grandson, but she didn't live to see him. Um, and I just lost him. Now, I know now that for a reason, the Lord allowed me to lose him, because 32 years later, there was a man around here. I won't know names, because I am the Lord now. And I love everybody, everybody. I don't care who they are, where they come from. I love them. I love yes, them. Yes. And oh, I love the Lord. Oh, God, I love you. Oh, I do. Jesus. This man bothered everybody. Uh, lots and lots of people in this district will know him. Around here, oh, lots of villages all over. Um, 
One day, I was driving from my place. I live in a little place called Kitworthville Garage. It's five miles from here on the Lyme Regis Road, and we've got the Shell Garage there. It's my, myself, my husband, and three sons. Uh, we started it. We had a little chicken house 32 years ago, 10 foot by 20. And we didn't know the Lord. And we've got a wonderful business now without the Lord. So what are we going to do now? I've got the Lord. Amen. The Lord's got me. Amen. Amen. That's right. Lovely. He's already changing my husband this last month. All the changes in my husband. Hallelujah. He says to me, who do you talk to in the bathroom, the kitchen? I said, he said, the grandchildren aren't here. I said, no, it's God. Don't be so silly. I said, don't you be so silly. I said, everywhere I go, I said, the Lord is with me. Amen. He's got his hand on my shoulder. Jesus Christ is my driver. I could write a book about what's happened to me since the 20th of September, 1977. In fact, I'm, I'm going to shortly. The Lord has told Praise me I've got to do something. I've got to put it on Love paper. Amen. But, oh, dear, honestly, it really is fantastic. This, one day I came into Crook, and on this day in August, and I nearly ran a man down, this man I was telling you about. I hated him so much. I ran into him just like that. I veered the car off him. I didn't touch him, but I'd been told he got a weak heart, so I hoped he'd die. I got into Crook, and I was so shaken... I could hardly drive home again. I got home and I thought, whatever have I done? I nearly killed a man today. And I, so I dashed upstairs and I got on my knees and I said, oh God, if you're there, as my mother taught me when I was a child that you were, please God, do something about Absolutely. this man. Because you know my sons are gunning for him, other boys in this district are gunning for him. I've heard them planning to wring his neck. I said, and you know I nearly did it today. And then on the 20th of September, the day before I was due to fly to Canada, my sons, we do the school buses also around here, as probably lots of people will know. They came back from Crookham, taking the children to school, and he said, Mum, I think you'd better sit down. I've got a shock for you. Of course, straight away you think, you know, your own family accidents. But it wasn't. He said, so-and-so's dead. I said, don't be silly, he's too wicked to die. He said, he is, Mum. He said, Bill Prince, that's the taxi man who does funerals in this town, is booked for his funeral on Saturday. Well, you can imagine, folks, I went down on my knees and I cried buckets and buckets and more buckets until I was washed free of all my sins and this lump that had been in my throat for 32 years, it went, it just went, it floated away. Oh, Jesus, you've been so good to me. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, sir. Heavenly thank Father, you for this we thank you for our sister's oh. testimony. We bless and strengthen now and we pray now for her husband, Lord. Let you thank move you, upon his soul now. Thank you, Jesus. Save him, Lord, and fill him with our thank wonderful you, Jesus. spirit. Bless them both and use their own oh, and both of them for our glory. For Jesus' sake, amen. Praise thank God. You, Hallelujah. Thank, thank you. Just a quick one from you, my dear. Yes. Come on. Come on. All I can say is that I was converted when I was 17, and then I left the Lord for a long, long time. But... Um, I'll say this, that while I was away from him, he cared for me. Yes. And I went through a lot of troubling times and some very dangerous times, but he never forgot me. Well, it's taken quite a while. I came back very happily to the Lord about five or six years ago, but we've had a lot of trouble. And when you get trouble, the devil comes. And I don't think at the moment that I can really turn around and say that I have the full joy of salvation I should have. I was talking to one of your young men tonight and he said that uh, he's full of the Spirit and all Christians should be full of the Spirit and be happy in the Lord. Well, I said, I just can't feel that. I love the Lord, I'm saved, I'm born again, 
but I just haven't got the fullness of the Spirit. I would like it, and one wonders how one can get it. But you can only just pray for it, and I hope the Lord will bless you. Bless you, Lord. We can help you now, darling. Do you believe God can do something for her? She confessed, you see, out of Bunsley, out of the mouth speakers. This lady wants to be delivered, actually, and, and quickened. And she's wonderfully saved, and I know just exactly how you feel. But for a start, don't, put your hands up there and start praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, I do praise Go on, go on, say praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord. Everybody praise the praise Lord. Praise Come on, just now. Yes. Oh, in the name of Jesus, just now, he set you free. Oh, Lord. Just quicken my sister now. Come on, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Praise. I do praise you. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Yes. Amen. Now, lad, darling, you do the same as I do from now on. It can help you. Determine your heart. Don't confess your weakness anymore, but can yes. keep praising God mm. more than ever. Yes. Yes. I mean, try it. Put it yes. to the test. Yes. And if you want to get strengthened, if you want to learn how to praise the Lord, send for one of those dynamite books. We'll give you the address yes. after, right. and it'll help you, and it'll yes. bless you. Yes. Now, they help me ever so much. Everybody ought to have one. Yes. But you need one especially. Yes. Send for one of those dynamite yes. books. I give your address yes. to the yes. Shelley afterwards. Yes. And you'll be right and tell me I feel a lot better. I would like a prayer anyway for my grandson. He did, um, well, he was going in for an operation. He's a born-again believer. He's a wonderful Amen. spiritual boy. He's yeah. only 15, oh, I think it gosh. is. And he um, was to have an operation, but we did have a healing meeting. Yes, He's been partially healed. Yeah, but we do want that he wants to be perhaps work for the Lord, and we do pray that his healing will be fully restored. Amen. He's away on a sort of a spiritual uh, time at the moment. I, I hope he will be blessed. I pray the Lord will right. bless him. Okay, God. Heavenly Father, we have that request in the name of Jesus. We pray that you meet that need now. For Jesus' sake, amen. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, now. I love that. I, I say, brother, there, a quick one from you, man. You. Yeah, come on, lad. Just a quick one, but... Amen. Well, amen. <laughs> yeah, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, it's lovely this is because um, I was telling Henry when I first came in the meeting tonight, I've waited nearly 20 years to meet Henry and um, we've had tapes regularly about every three or four weeks right the way through this time and it's been a real blessing and inspiration to us and you know the Lord has been really good to us as a family we live over at Taunton which is about 20 miles from here and we've had a little house fellowship running for about 16 years now and God has really blessed us and you know the thing is folks keep trying to organize us but we we, we value our freedom bless the Lord it's lovely, you know, to, to know that God is really real. And, you know, I came to the Lord um, through my wife actually getting healed. She had a, a wonderful blessing from the Lord. And I'd been in the Anglican church for many, many years and thought I was right. And so many people think they are, you know. And it's a tragic thing, this. It's really a curse religion. 
that it sort of gives you a false security. And you know, I sort of kept, <laughs> bless the Lord, hallelujah. You know, I met people who had something. And these people, I thought, well, you know, I go to church and I do this and I do that, but I don't seem to have got what they've got. And you know, I, I couldn't be more sort of, as I thought, more spiritual than I was because I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And suddenly, in our own home, after my wife getting ill, she was healed and it had a dynamic effect upon me. And I thought, well, you know, somewhere along the line, I've missed it. I've missed what it's all about. All my diligence in church going and all my sort of doing this and being a sidesman on that committee and this committee, it had all somehow never really found the goal and it had never fitted in. And, you know, it was amazing because I wasn't a Christian and yet I was called into a work for the Lord. And it was helping children with the Church of England Children's Society. And I worked with them for 16 years. And it was about my third call I had to make. I went to see this Anglican vicar. And it shows you how God really planned your life. Because I went into his vestry. And he said to me, he said, pardon me for being personal. He said, but are you searching for something? And I knew that I had to be honest. Because the one thing I didn't really like in my life was honesty. I like to have a bit of bravado and sort of kid on and sort of live a rather life of make-believe. But I knew that the finger had been put on me. And I said, yes, I am. And he said, I know you are. He said, what are you going to do about it? And he didn't have to say any more because I got down on my knees and asked the Lord Jesus to come into my life. And I was so filled with the Lord, I never got round to asking him what I went there for. And I suppose he felt that I'd had such a blessing, it would be wrong to sort of suddenly try and guide me back to official business. And, you know, life was just absolutely tremendous. I'd found what I'd been looking for, and it was so sweet. And, you know, and then I went on, and then I realized there was something even more, you know. I wanted the lot, the goods. And being in a sort of an Anglican circle, I was going around and I was asking folks about what I heard of was the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And they were saying, You've got your theology wrong, you know. You've got it all. What more do you want? But I thought, well, I, I want more. I want more. I want it all. And you never believe where I got baptized in the Holy Ghost at a brethren man's house at his tea table. And, you know, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Do you know what he said to me? And I thought, well, this is a man of God. I said, Brother Bill, and I knew he was a man of the Scripture and he would only answer me from the Scripture. I said, what do you think about the baptism in the Holy Spirit? And he said, it's not what I think at all, Clem. He said, it's what the Lord thinks. 
He said, where did you go to the Lord for your salvation? And I said, to the Lord. He said, where are you going to go for your baptism in the Holy Spirit? I said, the Lord. So he said, we'll go to the Lord now. And we were just having grace before we were having a meal at the tea table. And I just simply asked the Lord to baptize me in the Holy Ghost. And I started trembling all over. And it was just like a chicken when you knock it on the head and it doesn't go completely out. All the strength had gone from me and I had to go down and lie on the couch and sort of just stay there and absolutely saturate myself in the love and the blessing of the Lord. And oh, it was so good. It was so good. But do you know, after that, after getting this wonderful blessing from God, I thought, this is just what my church is waiting for. This is just what they want. You know, they used to pray, oh Lord, you know, fill us with thy spirit and do this for us and do that for us. And I thought, this is it. This is the link. This is what they want. And I went back and I spoke to the sidesman on the door about this great blessing. He said, if you feel like that, you ought to go up to the chapel. You shouldn't come here. Bless the Lord. And then there's a, a paper called the Church of England newspaper. And I was that filled with the Spirit. And I wrote this great big long column about how I got blessed in the Lord and sent it off to the editor and it appeared there. Well, the black looks that I had from... <laughs> honestly, all my respectability and all my pride, all my years of service were just dashed to the ground because, you know... I was one of those that sort of was sort of not to be talked about. Well, it was about that time that we were put in touch with Henry's revival meetings and we had these tapes and all, oh, they so blessed us. And, you know, I was smiling when I first came into this meeting tonight because it was only about three months ago. We always get excited about our tapes and we ask folks if they'd like to hear them and I let one chap have them. And I said, what do you think about them? Because he's a Christian and he loves the Lord. He said, well, it was like a public house. <laughs> and I said, well, it is, brother. It is. It's a free house. It's a free house. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Yes, you know. Hallelujah. It's where the Spirit is, isn't it? It's where the Spirit is. It's where the liberty and the love and the joy is. And oh, bless his lovely name. You know, the one thing that the Lord has taught us over the years is to wait on him. And you know, we get folks, we had a dear soul come to one of our meetings this week and she's in this confused stage where so many thousands get they love their church and they love the sort of security of a regular church with its worship. And they're trying to sort of bring life into that church and they're getting buffeted around and they, they're getting knocked around and they're getting saddened and frustrated about it. But you see, this move of God won't go into a system. It's not designed for the systems of men. It's designed for the body of Christ. Amen. 
for those that want to go on, for the life, for the liberty, for the joy. Hallelujah. This is not something that we can contain. This is something that you can't box up and departmentalize. This is something that is pure. It's a flowing river that's flowing out and bringing life to the hungry, to the thirsting ones. And you know, religion is probably one of the biggest barriers that folks are finding. But praise God, these barriers are coming down. Praise God that God is building his church. Praise God that the gates of hell are not going to prevail. And praise God that on that glorious day, a bride without spot and wrinkle is going to be there. The Lord's work, not man's work. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, it's so good to be in this move of God. It's so good to know that Jesus really loves us. It's so good to know that it's something real, something abiding, something that'll do what it's supposed to do. You know, hallelujah. Of myself, I can do nothing. But through Christ, I can do all things. And this is a wonderful thing, you know. It's lovely to know that if we haven't got anything at all, and yet we've got Christ, we've got everything. It's wonderful to know that we can be the most unlearned of people, and yet in Christ have all knowledge and all wisdom and all things added to us. You know, the Lord will give you this education. You know, we've just recently gone into business ourselves as our dear brother who was speaking and it's getting so blessed of the Lord that we're more or less having to ask the Lord to sort of halt it a bit because we can't contain it it's just absolutely coming in in such volume that you know you stand aghast and you say well steady Lord you know I want blessing but this is ridiculous you know it's sort of, it's tremendous. But you know, it's lovely because we feel well as we're being blessed. I believe that poverty is a curse. We went through poverty for a long time and it wasn't nice. We learned a lot through it. But it's lovely to be able to have money, to help God's people, to do things, to bless our family and to do all manner of things that we couldn't do. But it's all the Lord. It's all the Lord. He's been the only one that's made it possible. I dread to think where I would have been if the Lord hadn't come into my life. But praise God he has. And I believe that this revelation of what it's all about is suddenly dawning on people. And the churches are really confused about it. And they're trying to organize this and organize that. But it's all falling apart. All the councillor churches and these ecumenical moves, they're all just crumbling like a shaky tower. And out of this is emerging the true church. The true bride is coming to the fore. And you know, if you've got it real, nobody can put you off of it. Nobody can turn against you. Nobody can confuse you at all. Because if you've got the goods, you will stand steadfast and sure in it. It's built on solid rock. It's built on truth. It's built with the blood of the Lamb. And nobody can ever at all divert us. 
Hallelujah. What God has said, let it be established. Oh, bless his lovely name. It's good to be with you. And it's lovely to meet you all at last and enjoy this liberty of blessing that the sons of God ought to be enjoying. This is what we should be having, but we've been denied it. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. The world is waiting for it. It is the spirit and the bride yeah. says come and yeah. we're getting ready for this glorious rapture. And I believe and you believe yeah. it's a select rapture. Yeah. Those who are in love with Jesus, yeah. only those who are in love with Jesus will go Hallelujah. according to the word of God. Amen. It's, a, it's an eye calling, but it's only as we, we're in love and love is love. It's, it's yes. so real, as our brother says, hold a minute, Lord, I'm getting too much. You know, you know <laughs> if really coming upon you, you really do. Yes, amen. It is lovely. Look at his face. Just have Hallelujah. a good look. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. Now, this is the only hope for the world, brothers and sisters. Yes. And I keep repeating, same yes. as in the glory way, many of my lovely people who have been set free and started works up and down the country, I'm sad they're only going so far. They're not going all the way. Yes. We need men and women to go all the way. Abandon everything. Amen. Without fear, without favor, we've got a job to do and we're going to do it. Praise Hallelujah. God. Without finance, God meets the need. Hallelujah. But it's the oneness, it's the unity, it's the love, it's the yes. sweetness. And whether it's a man or woman, you just love them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Amen, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Ah, oh, bless his name. Oh, glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Amen. Oh, Lord, I'm Lord, we pray you never be the same again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. From this time forth, we pray that mighty signs and wonders will follow the minister's word, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. Shall we put our hands on one another, brothers and sisters, everybody, and feel the love of God flowing now? Oh, just feel it, brother. My Jesus. Feel it, my sister. Oh, the world's waiting for this. Jesus. Breathe it in, brother. Yes, Breathe it in, sister. Amen. We're oh. filled with the Spirit. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Receive the glory of God in your soul, brother. Come on, sister. Turn your faith loose, brother. Come on, sister. Turn yours loose. We're filled with the Spirit. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But anyway, the lady, come on, quick one for you, my darling. That's right, sweetheart. Bless you. Just tell them how you feel.
Well, how I feel now is totally different to how I felt when I came. You did? Well, that's what it's all about, though. I was saved. Yes. And I love the Lord. Yes. But that as far as it was when I came in this room. Yes. I was talking to somebody over there, and she said when she came to one of your meetings, first of all, she looked for the back door. She and did. I must she admit, when this meeting started, I looked for the back door and I thought, right, there it is. If it gets too much, I'll go out that door. But here I am, and I'm... <laughs> thank you for the way you've blessed us tonight and we give you all the glory and all the praise for what you've done we thank you lord we pray that you'll take everyone home give them traveling mercies keep them in the spirit bring us together again and we pray heavenly father that not even crooked will ever be the same again we say thy will be done bring about um, this fanless flame of revival that will sweep through the length and breadth of our land and make great Britain great again for the glory of God. For Jesus' sake, amen. 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 Thank you, brothers and sisters. We do love you. Thank you for your love. Thank you.